We're back. First episode of the year. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm back. Yeah, Kaz is back. <laughs> it's been a while. You graduated in the meantime. You graduated in December, right? Yeah, so that Congratulations. Was yep, no more school, yippee. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going back to school in May. <laughs> nice. We're back. Uh, we tried yep. to record yesterday, uh, but my dog escaped and I spent like 15 minutes chasing after him. <laughs> yeah, not ideal. That yeah, not ideal. Um, I, <laughs> I literally started the recording and my grandma yelled from outside, he got out! And I had to run out and I, I didn't have time to explain, so Kazu just stayed on the recording yep. for 13 minutes. Like... <laughs> I was like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to It Was All Because of a Curly Straw. I am your co-host, Rain, and I'm here with Kazu. Oh, um, no. Today, we are talking about Rise of the Beasts. Yay. My... Which came out, like, seven months ago. Yeah, which means uh, if you are finding out about spoilers now... Uh, Sorry, but it's been Sorry. seven months. It's been seven months. You should have watched it by now. <laughs> <laughs> so to start, I watched it yesterday um, to take notes, and oh man, I had to keep I had to keep pausing because I I kept getting too excited. Yes, that's <laughs> that's me with all the Transformers movies at this point. So I'm just like, oh, I can't be normal about it. <clears throat> Yeah, me either. And this movie, like, this movie got to me because it has two of my favorite uh, Transformers, Mirage and RC. So I like, <laughs> and uh, this movie makes me want to watch um, Beast Wars, <laughs> <laughs> which I really nice. need to get to because I really liked Air Razor, and I yeah, know she's I in the Beast Wars cartoon. Yeah. I haven't watched any of Beast Wars, and I'm just like, oh, I should get to that at some point, because in general writing reasons, I guess it's one of the better written shows. <laughs> so Yeah, that, that's what I've been told. That's Every time I say I, uh, I haven't watched Beast Wars, someone always like uh, comes out of the bushes and is like, it is the best written cartoon, and you need, you need to watch it, please. You need to watch it. And, like, I trust them. I've seen a lot of the story, and it looks cool. <laughs> I need to watch it. But the movie starts, and we are in a far-off planet that is uh, far in the future. Um, if you don't know anything about Beast Wars, you probably don't know, but, like, the Maximals and the Predacons, they're, like, from the far future. Uh, yep. Optimus is named after Optimus. Optimus Primal is named after Optimus Prime. Megatron, the purple dinosaur, is named after Megatron. He doesn't appear in Rise of the Beast, though. <laughs> he doesn't appear in Rise of the Beast, though. Uh, there are no uh, there are no Predacons uh, in Rise of the Beast. There are Terracons uh, who work for Unicron. Uh, those are the big bads of the movie. Yep. Uh, my, first, my first note, the first thing that I wrote down is that Ape Link and Optimus touch foreheads. Which is so sweet. It was very, very sad. It is so sad, sad but also so sweet. Like, I need more, like, 
Transformers showing affection to each other because it's so sweet. Also, this movie is like really brutal when it comes to like the robot um violence. Ape Link gets like get his gets his arm cut off. Oh he yeah. Gets blasted in the chest. Very messy. Yeah, and then he gets his um his insignia ripped off. And it's oh oh man, it's amazing. Yeah. And then they get like the transorp key, which is like a time space bending wormhole thing which is really yeah interesting it's so cool i don't uh since neither of us have watched beast wars i don't know if that's like something that got taken from the cartoon because i know that they get sent back in time uh yeah um i'm like Earth. not exactly expecting like a lot of beast wars lore to show up within rise of the beasts yeah me either so. but i'm like uh i know like i know that the being from the far future and then getting sent to the past is like a thing that happens in the cartoon. That's like one of the things that I know for sure that happens in the cartoon. So I know that got taken uh, from the cartoon into the movie. Uh, but I don't know if like the transwarp key is like from the cartoon. It might not be. It, it might just be like uh, something that got like used so like they can go to the future and to the past, you know? Yeah. Also, oh man, I love Air Racer. <laughs> I'm so gay for her. She is voiced by Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh, her voice is so pretty. Uh, I need, I need to. I'm recentering myself. Um, because if I get too excited, I'm gonna scream. <laughs> and we still have like uh, an hour to go uh, through this. <laughs> that is true. Something that I love about this movie is that. The human protagonists are all people of color, which yep. is like, yeah, it's, oh, it makes me so happy. Um, Elena is uh, black and Noah is, I he don't just, remember. The he, I think it's Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Yeah, I have it in my notes somewhere because it wasn't, it wasn't mentioned in the movie, uh, but I saw the flag and I don't know flags. Oops. <laughs> uh, but I was like, okay. That flag, it's either uh, Puerto Rico or Colombia, but I know Colombia is like, uh, like I think, uh, yellow, blue, and red, and that's not the flag that was in the movie, <laughs> so it's not Colombian, Puerto Rican, and I, I love it so much. Yep, <laughs> Represent yep, yep. Latinos. <laughs> We're both Latino. That is true. And uh, I don't know, I just... I felt so connected to Noah. I love him so much. <laughs> I wrote yeah. in my notes, white people ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like interesting seeing Noah again. And then especially within um, that setting in New York, because um, I remember seeing for like the promotional posters for Rise of the Beasts, they had like bridge in the background. And all I thought was like, oh, it's just like in the Heights again, because they used that same exact like bridge background. And I was like, and also, uh, Anthony Ramos played um, Usnavi in, in the Heights. So I was like, this is, he's back in New York again. Yay. Like, this is silly. <laughs> I also love Chris. Chris is so sweet. He is he's sweet. a sweetie. A good kid. He has sickle cell um, syndrome. Yes. Is it a syndrome? I think it's sickle cell disease. Sickle cell disease. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what it is. I don't know. I just, I felt really connected to these characters. I love them. Yes. We love Elena to have is... sibling dynamics. Yeah, it's so sweet. And Elena, she's amazing. She's like, it's this is not the only thing about her character, but she's really hot. 
but she's also like super smart and she gets looked uh she look gets like looked over and her superior like takes what she knows like she's identifying uh some pieces of art uh and artifacts uh, and she's like okay this um this piece of art is real that's fake and this is real and then her superior goes off to the police and is like okay so what i found out is that this is real that's real and that's fake and that made me so angry oh yeah no i'm pretty sure they were making like um yeah a it's commentary, a commentary like within the workplace of how uh people of color get looked over or and or uh credit taken away from them by white people and i was like this is the funny jab and also very real yeah. <laughs> and i was like uh this is in the transformers movie <laughs> like it is absolutely a commentary but it still makes me like super angry ah! so i mean that at least establishes her character and i was like oh okay cool <laughs> yeah i i love that like she's the one that like is kind of doing most of the work there because it looks yep. like her superior just like does like the charity uh dinner and like telling the police and then her intern does all the work. Like we didn't see like a lot of her uh work life, but that's that's like the inkling that I got. She's very yeah, underappreciated. I mean, yeah. That's just supposed to be like the establishing scene for her and then like we understand what her background is. So Yeah. I thought that was like pretty good. Um in regards yeah. to pacing-wise. Mm-hmm. And then Noah uh, tries to, like, take his brother to the hospital. And they're like, yeah, um, you haven't paid your bill. Which makes me super angry. Like, I have a vendetta against uh, the American health um, system. Healthcare system. Because my mom had cancer. And she was like millions of dollars in debt and just thinking about it makes me angry yeah unfortunately that is yet another commentary and i was like oh this is in the early 90s as well so yeah not much has changed for it yeah unfortunately when noah says he's 11 years old that like oh man that made me want to cry chris is only 11 years old and he's like suffering and it makes me so sad yeah and that and then noah goes to um a job interview which was canceled um because the guy's like yeah your commanding officer said uh that your mind was not in the right uh space you weren't prioritizing your job and like that's so stupid because his brother is like super sick his mother is working and probably also uh, like, she mentions that she's going to be in school, so she's probably also going to night school uh, to pro- to try and get, like, a degree. Um, and they have, like, a bunch of medical bills. I'm going to fight this white man. <laughs> yeah, it also establishes that he has a military background as well. Yeah, uh, he was a soldier. I think he was an engineer within his troop is what it was when he was yeah. serving. But because yeah, the very like very beginning like opening shot with him was him working on something and fixing it, so it's like oh okay he's tech savvy essentially is what yeah we want to take away from that scene yeah and the two events of uh, Chris being rejected from the hospital and him not being able to get that job he's like okay 
I'm going to my friend. I'm gonna steal some shit. Uh, what was the what was the friend's name? Because I didn't uh, write it in my notes. That's a good question. Because the names that are popping into my head are Alex or Max, but I know those aren't it. No, that is definitely not. His name is Reek. 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 Okay. Reek. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Person who also played Reek um, was the guy who did the music for On My Soul within the the movie. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is the guy. So he was also part of the cast. Um, oh, so I, I think oh, that's he probably. Cool. Yeah, he probably asked like. Um, the director to be like, can I be in the movie? Can I be in the movie? I feel like that'd be cool. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one of his lines um, at the very beginning of the movie where Reeks tells Noah, hey, I can help you like get some money. And Noah's like, I'm not going to trust a guy that can't even pay for cable. And oh, what was it that he said? It was like, not paying for cable is me fighting back against... Um, he said it's... Uh, I think I was talking about capitalism. And he says something about capitalism. It's yeah. it's my way of fighting back against capitalism. And I know that's supposed to be a joke. Uh, because, oh, fighting against capitalism. Oh, that's a that's a joke. But no, I took it seriously. Fight <laughs> the man. Fight the man, Reek. I trust you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was silly. I was like, yep, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> It's supposed to be taken as a joke, but I took it 100% serious. Fight against capitalism, my guy. Then we go, uh, and and they go to, like, a hotel. They're gonna steal a car that's been there for a few weeks. I wonder why. And something that I cannot believe is that Porsches have Porsche written on them? Yeah. At, at least Mirage did. He had Porsche written on the door. Yeah. Like in big letters. I sometimes they do that, I guess, for like cars. At least for Porsche, because I think, um, what do they got? That's so silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just branding. Like, that's just what it is, honestly. Like, yeah, it's branding. But also, like, people are going to see that car and know that it's like fancy uh, because of the way that it looks. You don't have to put the name on it. Like, it, it feels like, um, when luxury brands sell like a plain t-shirt a plain cotton t-shirt with just like the name brand on it and it costs like five hundred (laughs) dollars like i absolutely know that it didn't cost five hundred like five hundred dollars to make that and i absolutely know that you are not paying the people that made that enough (laughs) for that to be the price that it is Capital, uh, this always makes me angry. Uh, let's move on before I, like, start yeah. ranting. <laughs> so, Noah uh, goes into the hotel. He's, like, trying to get into the garage. And Reek, Reek gives him, like, uh, an earbud so, like, they can communicate. And Reek puts on some music. And Noah's like, you got a robbing mixtape? And Reek says, nah, I got a liberating mixtape. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> it's so funny reek appears in like 20 percent of the movie but he's like super funny i love him and then mirage is here i love i love the bit where uh noah's like uh like unlocking the door and he tries to open it oh yeah and and then mirage it locks again locks yeah i am not letting this man into into myself i'm not letting this man into myself and then he's like gets outsmarted which reminds me of the joke Oh, we're just work friends. Work friends, you've been inside me. 
Yeah, that was good. <laughs> That's so good. Like, they're so gay. Who wrote this? They're so gay. <laughs> and we cut to Elena. She's, like, looking over this uh, artifact that was found in... Uh, what was it found? I know it was, like, a country in Africa, in North Africa. Uh, and then she was like, wait, these are hieroglyphs. And, and then she's, like, she's telling her uh, superior, like... Hey, I don't think this this is like um Egyptian. This is most likely Peruvian. Yeah. And her coworkers and her superior is like, "Cool, can you zip me up and also clean this and that?" <laughs> I love this movie so much. And then she's like, she steals her superior's card that can get her into the the lab, uh whatever it's called. Uh and she's like, uh, she's examining it, and the artifact breaks. And inside is part of the warp key! And it sends out a huge, um, like, thing of energy. And Optimus is like, oh no. He calls everyone, uh, while Noah is trying to, like, hotwire Mirage. Uh, and Mirage can't do anything, because, like, he's not supposed to blow his cover. Uh, he, suddenly the... The quote-unquote radio turns on and he hears a voice who is our lovely Optimus, your husband. Yep. I love Optimus so much. We both love him, but in like a very different way. You love him as your husband. I love him as my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about me being <laughs> me being your stepkid. <laughs> it's a stupid joke. Because he's my dad. And then we have a cool car chase, which is like, oh man, I love it. And then Mirage shows his like super cool ability. Uh, and I like that they um, that they kind of evolved his outlier ability because in the things that he's shown up in, um, which haven't been a lot since the uh, since the eighties cartoon, he showed up in the eighties cartoon, which is where most um, of the characters debut. Uh, the comic, the IDW comics, um, well, the 2005 IDW comics, he hasn't really appeared in much else. Uh, but in both instances, his only real ability is like turning invisible. But in the movie, he like can make projections and he can. I'm not sure if this is part of his outlier ability uh, that he can like change form like very rapidly without having to scan when they're in like the the scene where they're in like in a garage uh or i don't know the word i'm just gonna say garage uh they're in a garage uh where a all warehouse. The warehouse yeah that's the word warehouse uh he's like switching very fast between different alt modes um like his original alt mode is in there um and alt uh I, I don't remember the other alt modes. Uh, they passed by pretty quickly, and I couldn't, like, identify them. I just know that one of them was his, like, original G1 alt mode, which made me very happy, because I like that alt mode. I like that RC is, like, what's it called? Uh, she's, like, the information gal. Uh, she, like, scans Noah, and she's, and she's, like, stating all of these things. Um, and she's like, oh, he's a soldier. He doesn't look like a soldier. And then Noah's like, you don't look like a soldier either, mind you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I keep clearing my throat. Um, like, um, I, I didn't mention it 
uh, while we were recording, but I keep mentioning it. I'm still getting over the flu. Uh, it's been a hell of a year because I got sick on the third. Oh, I wrote down a bunch of things about, like, I was mad about <laughs> Mirage being a Porsche because Jazz is a Porsche. Um, I know that we actually talked about this in text back when the movie came out. We were, like, talking about, like, Mirage should have been, like, a different kind of car because we all know Jazz as a Porsche, uh, which is which is why... When the trailer came out and I saw the Porsche, I thought it was Jazz. Like, I 100% thought it was Jazz. And when I saw, like, the projection thing, uh, I, like, it didn't click in my head that it was Mirage. Because I, I thought they were just like, oh, it's Jazz, that's his alt mode. And they're just, like, giving him a, a, a weird gimmick. He can make projections, like Hound. Uh, but no, that was Mirage. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, like... I still wish it was Jazz, just because, like, it is the Porsche alt mode. Yeah. I don't know. I've, like, fixed more of this in my YamK thing anyway, so it's just, like, missed opportunity. I feel like they really wanted a gun for Jazz originally, is my guess. I mean, once the fucking screenplay comes out, hopefully if they ever release it, then I can go through it and see exactly, yeah. like, what they meant to do. But I'd love to see that. I want to see their thought process. Yeah, because I know they changed a ton of things when it came to production um, for RTV because there was like so much stuff that they didn't include within the film. Yeah, I saw like the final product. Yeah, I saw some um, concept art where I think it was Brawl that was in the concept art. He was originally going to be in the movie, but they scrapped him. It would have been cool because he hasn't been in like anything since like the 80s like yeah there was this whole like thing with transit too which was like a new character i think that they wanted to introduce yeah uh, who's transit transit is the bus guy Mm. so that was supposed to be the decepticon that optimus killed in the bus scene but yeah it was an outtake outtake. like every like when i when i uh was watching uh the movie yesterday i saw that scene and I remembered the outtake. It wasn't fully rendered either. Um, no, it, it was wasn't. like, um, so it wasn't like scrapped super close uh, to like the release of the movie. But it looks like um, they, I like, I could tell that they did like the still they still did a lot of work on it, uh, which is kind of sad that they had to scrap it. Yeah. Yeah. There was. I don't know, a ton of stuff. Um, I'm getting the DVD today, so I'm going to see if there's, like, any behind-the-scenes or outtakes that I can look at. Yeah, you have um, to tell me, because I can't get the DVD. Yeah, I need to go grab it, because I have a gift card, so I'm just like, oh, I need to go get the physical. Yeah! Oh, excited. RC, I love the way that she looks. She looks very pretty. She looks amazing. Uh, and every time that she transforms, she does a flip. Uh, like, in the scene where she first appears, uh, she's, like, rolling rolling out of, like, a garage, I think, or a tunnel. And she, like, does, like, a, a really cool flip. Uh, and then in the warehouse, she again does a cool flip. It's like, oh, it's so cool! Um, I just, I love when uh, Transformers don't just transformed like they do a cool 
like a cool like move. Uh, it's like I, I find that really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I know that Jazz in the first uh, Transformers movie, he did like he did like cool uh, maneuvering when he transformed. Yeah. 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 Okay, I wasn't wrong. Uh, he like I think he was breakdancing. Fun. Yeah. He basically yeah, like spinning, like the break, like the breakdancing cat. <laughs> you know that meme. Uh, maybe. Uh, it's like uh, one person is like completely still, and so- and like this like chibi version uh of a character is like oh, dancing yeah, yeah. in front of mm-hmm. him. Yeah, that one, that one, that one. And they're like they do like the. That the spin, it's it's really cool, and that's what Jazz does. I, I remember that um, specifically from the first movie because he's only in the first movie, which makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, I I still remember the you want a piece of me? No, I want to. It fucking traumatized me. I was twelve. Oh, RC is voiced by um, Liza Koshi. Yep. Which, like, that is like one of the facts that, like, I cannot forget about the movie, because my sister used to be super into Liza Koshy, uh when she was, like, super uh, big on YouTube. And um, my sister and I would sometimes watch her videos. I found her kind of obnoxious. Uh, she was very high energy. Her voice acting roles have been, like, really good. She was in the My Little Pony movie, uh, the newest one. Uh, she was one of the princesses. The one with, like, the pixie cut. Uh, she she was that princess, and I didn't know that was Liza Koshy uh, until someone told me, because I was talking about like RC being voiced by Liza Koshy, and I was like unsure about her being the voice actress for uh, RC, <clears throat> and then someone told me, oh well, if you saw the My Little Pony movie, she was one of the princesses, and I was like, what? Excuse me? And then I looked it up, and it was true. She was one of the princesses. And I wasn't disappointed uh, with the way that she voiced RC. It was, it was very nice. I liked it. Yeah, it was decent. It was very good. I I really liked it. Um, Air Razor was voiced by Michelle Yeo. Yo, is that? I'm pronouncing it right, right? Yo. Yo. Yeah. Okay. Yo. Bumblebee, no voice actor. <laughs> um, Mirage, no Pete Davidson, Optimus, as always, Peter Cullen. <laughs> um, Nightbird was. I always forget her name. I don't want to. I don't want to just call her the trans actress. I I feel like that's a little disrespectful. Um, but I always forget her name because I don't know much about her. Uh, Michelle J. Rodriguez. Okay, Michelle J. Rodriguez. Okay, I'm gonna try to remember her name because I because I feel like just calling her the trans actress is like super super disrespectful. Uh, I still like really liked. Um, the way that she voiced Nightbird, it was like, oh my god, I'm in love with Nightbird, and Airazor, and RC, and Elena. I'm in love with all of them. They're all so yeah. pretty. Unfortunately, they all didn't really get much screen time, in my opinion. So yeah, Airazor, Airazor kind of dies pretty quickly. RC didn't really have that much substance, in my opinion, so I just... Yeah, like... she didn't either. They took out the one scene that I thought was, like, really funny, where um, Elena is kind of freaking out, like, she's this isn't real, this isn't real. And then RC just kind of waves at her. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is real. They they took that out. I don't know why. It was, like, five seconds long. 
Yeah, I think it's because of how they were interacting with each other. Mm. So I'm not entirely sure exactly, like, what they were planning for that and how that worked out. There is a lot of stuff, obviously, that I got cut out and was used in the trailer. I was like, why are you using uh, scenes that didn't even show in in the movie for the trailer? Which obviously means that it was not finished, like, for a while. Because I know production, like, regarding that, it was like... They were planning on having it done in 2022, I think, and then they pushed it out to 2023. So yeah. there was like obviously some production problems that were happening at the time, and I was like, "What's what's up? Like, why is there like that big of a change with that? You need like an extra year, like." Yeah, there's actually there like uh, I follow this one account. Um, I don't remember the at, but uh, they were like following uh when the trailer was coming out for rise of the beasts Um, oh is it that like is the rotb trailer out account because i i i found that account so fucking annoying (laughs) i don't follow them but i keep getting notifications from them uh, on one of my accounts and i don't know how to turn it off and i honestly don't care i just like I, i just like take it off it's like when is tra- is the Transformers trailer one? Um, yeah, that's that, that's that person. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Stuff going on with that one because isn't that movie supposed to come out this year and there's still no trailer? Um, or am I, I wrong? I believe so. Yeah, so I feel like the same thing is going to happen with this movie. It's it's going to get pushed to next year because, like, it's Which supposed to come out this is year. Fair. It's animation, so. Yeah, it's uh, an animated movie. I I still, like, that, like, the situation is very similar. No trailer. The movie comes out, it's supposed to come out this year. Yeah, Uh, it's, uh, no updates. September. September. Mid-September is when it's supposed to Mm -hmm. come out, essentially. It was originally supposed to come out July, um, mid-July of this year and then it got pushed back to september so i I don't know why they're getting pushed back i don't know why they keep like gunning for these release dates i mean obviously it's so they can hit a quota and also have it be a summer blockbuster but it's just like Mm -hmm. uh, give them more time or like yeah it's just like you cannot be promising this and then not delivering yeah (laughs) so the same situation is happening with transformers one uh it's supposed the the movie is supposed to be about like the origin of uh, Optimus and Megatron. It's supposed it's supposed to completely take place on Cybertron. Uh, it's basically like um, it's not the same plot as IDW two, but it's like um, a similar premise. It's like the origin of how these two met and like how they became enemies. Uh, I, th- I think that's that's at least what i understand for transformers one um yep and i know that optimus megatron and alita are gonna be the main characters i'm excited to see alita i i, I want to see her uh because i like her hehe <laughs> yeah we'll just have to see <sighs> uh but back to the movie um they recruit noah to infiltrate or break into the museum to get uh, the key. That's where Noah and Elena meet. And it's really funny because Noah explain like literally tells her the truth. Like, oh, um, 
uh, that's a key to some aliens and they needed to go home. And then she just screams, Sick! Yeah. And I'll... that poor security man, he gets killed. Yeah, that dude died. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. He got iced pretty quickly. Yeah, he just, like, he died. Like you said, very quickly. Yep. Um, oh, uh, there was this one part that made me, like, be an optimist. They're father and son. Uh, B uses a um, a snippet from a movie. I yeah. I didn't I didn't write down which one it was, but then Optimus says, "I do not want you going to that drive-in theater anymore." Oh yeah, it's uh, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, that's what B says, and then yeah, yeah. Optimus is like, "Yeah, you're not going there anymore," <laughs> and B looks so sad. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was very cute. <laughs> it was very cute. <laughs> and then the Terracons appear. Woo! I have in my notes. Scourge is kind of hot. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. He's voiced by Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Hold on. I don't know the faces of actors. Peter Dinklage. I honestly thought Peter Dinklage was um, a cartoon character. No. Oh, that's him! He was in yeah. Game of Thrones! Yes, he was in Game of Thrones, he was an elf. <laughs> he was in a fair amount of stuff. He was really good. I loved his voice. I I never watched Game of Thrones, so I didn't know what he sounded like. I just knew what he looked yeah. like, and I would occasionally forget his name. Yeah, I just remember him from um, Knights of Badassdom, which is a very silly uh, Renfest movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's very handsome. I'm looking like at pictures right now. He's very handsome. <laughs> Cuz I only ever saw like um wide shots of him from uh Game of Thrones because when Game of Thrones was airing, it was everywhere. You couldn't avoid it. Mm -hmm. But I never saw his face like up close. Yeah. I'm going to keep saying it. He's very handsome. Um uh I did not know that he was voiced by Peter Dinklage. Uh his voice is very hot. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like all of these characters are hot. I love them, all of them. <laughs> yeah, very. And something that like, like took me way off guard is that they kill Bumblebee in the first third of the movie. Yep. Which you kind of expected, I think, in the trailers, though, because I was like, oh, okay, well. Here. I'm very dense. I, I didn't out. figure that out. <laughs> I'm very dense. You have no idea. <laughs> My skull is like 15 centimeters thick and I have a small brain. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the first time that I watched the movie, which was like back in August, I was like so fucking devastated that Bumblebee was killed in the, fir in the first act of the movie. And I was like, Hello? They're gonna kill him? One of the most popular characters in the franchise? <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> you say that, and I'm just here like, this is what also what happens in my plot, so like, can't even. <laughs> yeah, when I, get, I, when I get to that part of your fic, I'm gonna strangle you. <laughs> Because Sorry. how dare you, how dare you hurt my feelings, how dare you hurt my son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He's been overutilized. He's done. Out of here. Yeah. He needs to be retired. But, like, when B was killed, his face... Like, he was, he was wearing oh, yeah, his was battle mask. Sad. He mm-hmm. was wearing his battle mask, and then he gets stabbed, and he, like, um, takes off his battle mask. He looks like a literal child. Like, <laughs> with his very round face and his big eyes. Mm-hmm. And then with, like, his devastated look, he looks like a child, and it broke my heart. Yeah. Very much <clears> one, <throat> oh, Captain, my Captain, for that. And it was... uh, oh. My heart is in pieces. And the way Optimus just, like, uh, my friend. My son. My son! That is his son! That is his goddamn son. Oh, one of the lines that Noah says, um, when they're like, hey, we need to go to Peru uh, mm-hmm. to, to, like, to be able to get the other part of the key. And they tell uh, Noah that he's staying. Like, Noah says, I'm coming with you. And they say, no, you, you can't come with us. He says, I'm not trusting my home to a guy that couldn't even protect his own. Yeah, no, that, that, oh, that disrespect, like, actually hurt me. <laughs> I was like, that fucking uh... hurt. That is his son you are talking about. Another scene that was cut out, uh, Air Razor and Elena flirting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Optimus was literally just nursing, like, a wound. That shit was so funny to me. I was like, they are ignoring his ass. This, this poor <laughs> man. Where's Ratchet? <laughs> yeah, Optimus is bleeding. And his son is dead. And he's like, what are we gonna do? We need to, we need to go yeah. to Peru. And no then Elena and Eraser are just like flirting. And oh man, what was what was that line? Um, Elena says that, oh, you must have turned some heads uh, back in your day. Oh yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But it's just blatant flirting. Yeah, that's very cute. <laughs> it is so cute. And I hate that it was cut out. <laughs> Release the Snyder cut. <laughs> That is a joke. Don't actually. I I wrote in my notes. I love them. Uh, after the eraser, eraser, and Elena flirting, I love them. I I wrote in my notes several times. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and then we come up to the infamous line. Chris and Noah are talking, uh, and Noah's saying, "I have to go, but I will be back." And Mirage is spying on them, uh, and then he ends up like making a big ruckus. Uh, and it's really funny. Chris climbs out of the window and he's like, who are you? And I think Chris like threatens him with something. And Mirage says, man, they didn't treat E.T. like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris asks, uh, do you know this guy? We're just work friends. Work friends? You've been inside me. It's a good line. It is such whoever, a good whoever line. Whoever wrote that. <laughs> They did a good job. Whoever wrote that needs to be paid so much money because it has kept me going for the past several months. <laughs> like, um, every few weeks I'll forget that it, that, that, uh, I'll forget about it, and then I'll remember it and be like, that was a good line. Like, uh, work friends, you've been inside me, and, um, uh, 
without love there is no meaning have like very special places in my heart for two different reasons one <laughs> breaks my heart and one makes me laugh mm -hmm. and then we have another exchange we're trying to stop the end of the world uh and chris exclaims the world is ending it's not ending yeah 60 40 <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the exchange uh, between Chris, Noah, and Mirage, uh, which is very brief, but is very sweet. Yeah, like that is a man, his future boyfriend, and his brother. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and one last uh, quote from this scene because it like it gets me. Chris tells Mirage. If he gets hurt, I'm coming after you. What if what if I killed myself right here? <laughs> that line gets me so bad. It makes me want to cry. <laughs> I love it. It's so much. Um and then there's stratosphere. Uh they go um and they meet up. Uh and they're like, How are we gonna get to Peru? I need a jet, like, cause you know, uh I have long legs. And then RC's like, oh, He's, I don't remember which, uh, what she says, but she says it in, like, a very, um, I don't know the word for it, but she's, like, like, the way that she says it is really funny. And then Mirage is like, no, not him! And it's Stratosphere! I love that old man! <laughs> he doesn't get a lot of screen time, but I love him. He's very silly. I mean, he's just, like, a good, um, vehicle for be going all over the place, because I guess, like... Yeah, one of the problems that does come up, like, especially when you're not, when you don't have Nest or, like, Sector 7 to, like, mm -hmm. cart you around everywhere, you're like, how are they going to get places? Uh, giant yeah. plane Autobot, I guess, is the, the solution. Yeah, because... So now we have um, Big Grandpa. Yeah, Big Grandpa. Old man. I love him. Um, he... I, I want to think that he's, like a shuttle in terms of size like skyfire because he can fit like oh he probably yeah he probably is like skyfire yeah, um, size mm-hmm because he could fit like optimus rc bumblebee's corpse mirage he didn't need to fit Eraser; she could fly on her own um and then the two little humans yep just nice um yeah He's just silly. He's voiced by John DiMaggio once again, so John DiMaggio has voiced Crosshairs and now Stratosphere. John DiMaggio. Oh, that's how it's spelled. John DiMaggio. Yeah, he voiced Crosshairs. But he voices oh! uh, Bender. He's Bender. And also Jake the Dog. He voices Jake the Dog? Yes. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> he also voiced uh, Schnitzel from Chowder. Yeah. I'm very um, familiar with his voice work, TVH. <laughs> okay. Um, I only know him from uh, Jake and uh, Schnitzel. Uh, but I didn't know that he was the voice actor because I'm not very good with, like, names and faces. Like, I know names and I know faces, but I don't connect them. Like, there's, like, very few voice actors that I, like know the names and faces of uh like peter cullen is an example um i know frank welker but i don't know his face <laughs> um hold on frank 
Welker. Let's see what his face looks like. Oh! He looks like a very nice man. Oh, he's very nice, yeah. I mean, of course you know that. You've met him. I have not met Frank, but my friends Oh, really? Have. No, I'm, like, I'm not a Megatron fan, so, like, I haven't really done anything to really meet him mm, <laughs> in okay. person. So, I just know he's really nice, but... <laughs> yeah, no. Um... He looks like a very sweet man. They get to Peru, and there, they meet Wheeljack, which I love him so much. He's voiced by a Mexican voice actor. Um... I know that because I was, like, uh, perusing the wiki, and I don't remember the name of the man, but it does say that he's Mexican. Yeah, a lot of people would recognize him from um, Ted Lasso. I don't know what that is. That is a Apple TV show that is very, very popular. Um, so, But his voice actor is um, Cristo Fernandez, and he, yeah. I have my gripes with Wheeljack and his design and everything, but that's also yeah, because... Yeah, I think um, everyone does. Half of the people really like it, and the other half doesn't like it, and I'm just like, uh, um, I have my own critiques, but if you are going off of an already established uh, Bumblebee movie where his design was perfect, and then decide to do this design, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna... Yeah, um, it upset me that, like, change it, like, you can change his vehicle mode, you can change his colors, you can change, like, pretty much everything, but then you change his head, and it's not really Wheeljack anymore? Yeah, I don't know, I wasn't, like, vibing with the fact that, like, oh, he's a nerd, let's give him glasses. I, uh, yeah. I, I hate this design like i really do not like this design so i found the glasses to be cute like if it if this like weren't like a completely separate character with like a su- completely separate name i would be fine with the i would be fine with the character like i i, I find yeah this glasses is on Transformers a different very character cute. yeah it this a would just be a different character yeah like we can both agree with that <laughs> but then you like change everything about him and it's not wheeljack yeah i mean like it's whatever like because it's a new continuity and everything and they obviously changed mirage from like what his original g1 aspect was because mirage is completely different in this case personality wise and visually so it's just like okay so they did that with both of them in this but it's just like i don't know for Wheeljack, it just feels more bitter because, like, you already had an established visual, like, look for him in the Bumblebee movie, and then you completely just, like, threw that out and scrapped it. And I was like, but yeah. they had the best designs. Yeah, those designs were amazing. I really like, I loved all of the designs uh, in the uh, Cybertron sequence in the Bumblebee movie. Yeah. Because everyone was going nuts. <laughs> I remember everyone was going absolutely fucking feral. Uh, for the designs, everyone was like taking screenshots and looking, and then like, um, like five pixels, and it's like this one character that everyone loves. Yeah. Um, like Soundwave, Shockwave, fucking uh, Skywarp and Thundercracker, Starscream. Uh, I know that um, Ratchet was in it. Wheeljack yeah, was there. Yeah, Ratchet RC. and Ironhide. Ironhide too. Ironhide. Yeah. Oh, I love them and. Oh man, it was like 
it was like such a great sequence and then like all the designs were amazing and then they changed it in the movie <sighs> yeah it's sad but like that's what happens i think when you have like different directors happening i mean the other thing is um i don't <laughs> it's obvious that they didn't have like a set like I'm going to call it the Transformers in the Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Because they obviously rebooted it with Bayverse. Um, Mm -hmm. And then after Bumblebee happened, and they're like, oh, we're going to do a new live-action thing. But then they kind of went more, like, differently this time. Instead of being like, oh, we have the Bumblebee characters that exist. Even though, like, I I don't know. I have my own thoughts about that um, and how that can be handled but like it's it's interesting in to say the least yeah my um most of my beef with it is that um well i already said it like they changed everything about him it's not really wheeljack anymore he doesn't look like him he's nothing like the past iterations which isn't a bad thing um it's fine to change characters uh iteration to iteration um but if they were going to, like, change everything about him, uh, like, about his appearance, you could at least keep, keep like, the personality. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. There was, like, some other stuff, too, that I was not vibing with as much. Um, there was, like, the joke about uh, Noah, like, was like, oh, do you speak Spanish? And I was like, oh, yeah. cool. Is, like, is he a Spanish speaker? Is that cool? Like, that's fun. Will Jack has been in... Let's say he's been in Peru for a bit, and then he's learned the language because obviously he has to understand people there, even if he like isn't interacting with them. But then they uh-huh. were just like, "No, he's no, I'm not like that." Etc. Like, why do you have that accent? Then like, I don't <laughs> like this is a poorly handled joke. Like, I get the idea of it, yeah, but I was it... like, you could have been, you could have done better. It wasn't the best handled, like. <laughs> It was. It should have been like Noah speaking to him in like Puerto Rican Spanish, and then Wheeljack speaking to him in Peruvian Spanish, and then being like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Because it's different. Yeah. Um. Though it would, it would have been even more funny if because the the voice actor is Mexican, if he was speaking in Mexican Spanish, um, <laughs> and then uh, Noah speaking in Puerto Rican Spanish. And they're like, you you don't sound Peruvian. Why do you sound like that? <laughs> because um, uh, something that I find really funny is that Spanish speakers from different countries have beef with each other, especially about who has the best Spanish. <laughs> See, I feel like that would have been funnier, and that would have like connected to the audience, oh, the Spanish speaking audience a little bit more, and they'd be like, oh, that's yeah. funny. Because yeah, it would have been it would have been a lot more funny. It, it uh, would have been funnier. I think that was uh, a, a missed opportunity like, in writing. And then and instead, Wheeljack is like, "That's kind of racist." And then Noah's like, "He's a robot. How is that racist?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that joke was like, I mm, it's swing and a miss. It was a swing and a miss. <laughs> it's a good it's a good movie, and it's gonna have some like missed jokes. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, <laughs> gonna miss some jokes. Uh, something I love, <laughs> uh, is that the si- the sizes, I don't, like, I know that RC is a motorcycle, 
Yeah. Um, but she looks like she looks pretty big. Um, uh, if I were to compare the sizes of um, RC from Transformers Prime and RC from Rise of the Beasts, I feel like RC from Rise of the Beasts would maybe be a little bigger. But she is still able to fit inside of Wheeljack. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Yeah, that's really cute. That <laughs> it was adorable. Um, she was like, she was inside of the van with the human. Yeah, it was so cute. And oh yeah, in the scene where um, after they the uh, Noah and uh, Elena are in the temple and they're like looking for the thing, and then they like Terracons attack. Uh, and they're like leading out of the city. The the part where uh, RC and Wheeljack dodge that missile, amazing. <laughs> it was it's really cool. Good. Yeah. And I, I love the way that uh, Wheeljack and RC were fighting because RC was like, uh, um, like RC has like the the wheel feet. Uh, like her wheels are at her feet. Yeah. Um, so she was like using them to just kind of like. Um, to be able to have, like, a footing uh, that wasn't on Wheeljack. Like, one foot on Wheeljack and another foot on the ground. And um, she was, like, using her wheel. Uh, and the part where, like, like, missile, missile! Um, she's, like, hitting Wheeljack. And I think... Uh, I'm not the best at reading lips, but I think... Oh, she was, was definitely saying, like, oh, shit, or oh, fuck. Yeah, I think she was like, I, I, I'm on the side of oh fuck, um, cause they have the cause they said shit like a couple times in the movie. Oh yeah, so it's probably oh fuck then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably oh fuck. And then Air Razor gets into the fight, and she's like, she blasts a fucking um laser from her from her mouth, which is super cool. Yeah, and she breathes Scourge, flames so cool and then scourge shoots her with like a thing yep and she and she starts rusting yeah i think that was utilized only once throughout the film yeah like only one time because we gotta kill this lesbian yeah and then the other thing actually this is like brings up another thing but like scourge obviously has the firepower to blast through blast through tfs but for bumblebee he didn't and i was like okay is this another like one time use weapon thing? Like does he just have multiple types of weapons where he only uses once? Is it just one charge? Is that what I'm gathering? Cause like, you know, there's like these certain things it's like, okay, he could have just blasted through Bumblebee like he did with Ape Link, but he didn't. It wouldn't have worked with the plot. Ape Link <laughs> exactly. had to die. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm just like, this is it's he just has these weapons that he only uses once. I'm like, alright. This is your own damn fault. You didn't, like, utilize your weapons properly. You deserve to die. Like, yeah. whatever, man. <laughs> and something that is, like, um, even weirder is that he, blast- he blasted through Ape Link on the, on the uh, Predacon- not Predacon, um, the Maximal Planet. It's been several hundreds of years since then because yeah. the Maximals escaped. And they've been on Earth for thousands of years. Yeah, so that's the thing. That's the thing for me. That's the other thing. It's like I know. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like like continuity wise. If that happened all the way in the future, 
and they don't have any way to go through time and space, how the fuck are they on the planet, or, like, how the fuck do they know, like, where the Maximals are, is the thing. exactly! It's like, did you guys, like, do you guys have, like, this connection to, like, yourselves in the past? Like, does Unicron just have, like, a connection to himself in the past, be like, this is where these guys are? (laughs) Like, that's, that's one of the things, is, like, for time space, like it makes sense, I guess, like with the the trans warp key, but like they don't have the trans warp key, so how the fuck did they manage to get on the planet? Yeah, that's like, that's like the whole thing. The maximal planet is like in the far future, like, yeah, super far in the future. And then, how did they get to Earth? Yeah, because like, like even if you uh. What is it like? Include the time relativity scale. If you are traveling a really far distance, time passes, and like a shit ton of time will pass, like from where you've started to like this new spot, right? So like, but that's but if you're traveling from like the future, it's just gonna put you further into the future. Like not, (laughs) it's not gonna put you into the past or anything. So it's just like, like I was like trying to figure that out while I was watching the movie. I was like. Oh, well, they're, like, super far away, so, uh, the Maximals, they went to the past, uh, like, super far in the past, and then And they probably there. somewhere within, like, a different, like, galaxy. I don't know. Or, like, and, neighboring. <laughs> no, and pretty sure, like, no matter how fast you are, it would have taken, like, centuries to get there. Yeah, but, so it's... <laughs> but even if you, if it, like, had been the same amount of time that the Maximals... Like you said, like you said, they're just going further into the future. <laughs> it's not like Unicron has time powers, because like if he did, then like this whole thing would have been pretty over fairly he easily. Would, like he would have eaten Earth and Cybertron by now. <laughs> and he would have like been able to be like, oh, I could just go into the past to get the Transwarp key smile. Like <laughs> I don't know how to <laughs> I'm actually gonna see if that's like a plot hole that's listed in the TF w- in the wiki. I hope so, cause like, how does that work? Cause like, if yeah, I don't know, There's if they're this. like further like up in time, it's just okay, quotes, continuity uh, notes, Transformers references, real life references, errors. Okay, um, when week doesn't say okay. what is about. Scourge killing Ape Link. Another one is about a, about CG models. One is about <laughs> Reek yelling, and his dialogue doesn't match his lips. Mm. Optimus is about to use his axe now to add a prime to my collection. Uh, the doors. Yeah, it doesn't say. Wait, yeah. continuity errors. Continuity errors. These are filming and animation technical errors. The fight. Be- okay, no. After Scourge incapacitate Bumblebee. Okay, during the chase. Out of no, it's not there. Huh? Okay, so either like it's ignored or like it's just it's chalked handmade. up to, or it's chalked up to uh, Transformers. Um, what is it like Transformers logic, which means yeah. it makes no fucking sense, <laughs> which is fair. <laughs> I can understand that. Um, it is a Transformers movie, but also, it's I do have that bit of a nitpick though within the continuity because it's just like okay does that mean like scourge has just been waiting on the planet <laughs> no they landed they landed so it's just like 
How? Uh, I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, he's I like, oh yeah, I managed to time travel back. I'm <laughs> <laughs> kidding. No, it's like, it's just been like in the back of my mind because I was like, how the fuck does that work if they're like super far into the future and then happen to go into the past? It's like, okay. I didn't think too much on it because I was like a little bit confused. I was like, 